Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me in studio today is Father Don Fight, Pastor Emeritus of St. Joseph of Alliance. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's good to be back with you again. Yeah, it's great to be with you. It's been a, been a few weeks. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT on the sacraments, and let's start off today's show by defining what is a sacrament. That's a good idea. Uh, a sacrament is a uh, it's a word that uh, it comes from a Latin, you know, and uh, most of us aren't up in our Latin anymore. So it's good to know that uh, it has roots in a Greek word, mysterion, which means a wonderful mystery. Uh, and we see sacraments, therefore, as mysteries of God. And a sacrament, really, we have always said, is a sign. Uh, it's a sign. It's it's something that's outward. We hear it or we touch it, we see it, but it's a sign that's instituted by Christ himself. Uh, we don't. The church doesn't come up with new sacraments or dispense with any others that we already had because they're instituted by Jesus himself. So it's a sign instituted by Christ to give grace, which means uh, there's an invisible reality here uh, that is touching us. It's a life in Christ that is coming to us through a sacrament. And, and the reason that's so important is that the church teaches and the Bible teaches that we are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. Amen to that. So these sacraments enable us to receive that sanctifying grace so that we can be in a state of grace so that when we die, we can go to heaven. That's right. And they help us all the way through life. I mean, they, they give us not only our rebirth, they strengthen us, they nourish us, they heal us, they bond you together in marriage, if that's your call. For me, uh, they bring me the laying on of hands uh, for the Sacrament of Holy Orders, which we'll talk about this week. Okay. So uh, a lot of beautiful graces that come to us through the sacraments. All right. Um, 224 in the UCAT asks, Father, why did Christ give us the sacrament of penance and the anointing of the sick? Well, Tim, uh, Jesus knows us uh, both as God and as man. Uh, as God... He knew from the very beginning we fell, and uh, we need to be picked up. We need to be healed uh, of sin. But he also knows the results of sin. Uh, with the Father, he had to tell us we would have to die someday uh, as part of our penalty for sin. And sickness is always a participation in death in some way. Eventually, of course, some sickness will lead to our death. But uh, Jesus, as God, knew the loss. Uh, of us in terms of our relationship with him, but he also knew the Father's concern that we be healed and restored. And so Jesus was willing, with the help of the Holy Spirit, the Father's will, that he would become totally one of us so that he could seek out the lost and heal us. So uh, we see both these sacraments of, uh, that we'll look at this week of the sacrament of penance, the sacrament of anointing of the sick, as ways that Jesus is still seeking the lost, healing the sick. Okay. Uh, 225 asks, what names are there for the sacrament of penance? 
interesting. I don't know any sacrament that has so many names. Uh, I guess the church wants to make sure that we notice it. Uh, it's certainly called also the sacrament of penance, as I just used, uh, because penance is that word for the experience of offering satisfaction for sin. We have to make up for our sins. But it's also called the sacrament of conversion. Uh, there has to be a turning back to God, and the sacrament helps us do that. It's called reconciliation, because when we do turn back, we experience a beautiful reconciliation if we've weakened or even lost our relationship um, with the Lord. Uh, it's called confession, because part of what we do is confess to the Lord. Um, through the priest, and then it's also called the sacrament of forgiveness and mercy, because those are the gifts that most of all we receive there. I would say if there was one sentence that summed up the reason Christ came was to save us from our sins and to redeem us. That's right. So so again, the, uh, the beauty of confession, I think, I, I like to explain to it that I get to go to confession. Mm -hmm. uh, I get to examine my conscience. I get to be truly sorry for my sins. I get to verbally repent of my sins. And then I get to receive the anointing and the blessing and the forgiveness from the Holy Spirit through the priest. That's right. And if everybody knew that as well as you, <laughs> the church would be a healthier church. So I pray that people will listen well now to what we're going to say. Okay. Well, you know, I'm 59 and I still struggle. I, I, I try to go to confession once a month and I still struggle with being honest with myself and examining my conscience and admitting my sinfulness and where I fall short of the glory of God. And it's it's still a struggle, but I have to remember that Jesus, like you said, he knows us as God. He knows mm -hmm. us as man. He knows mm -hmm. my weaknesses in spite of my human fallacies and frailty and, and shortcomings. I can still love him even if it's not a perfect love like he has for me. That's right. And he still loves us despite the fact that when we prepare for confession by the examination of our conscience, how often it's going to be that, well, I said that last month. Uh, I, maybe, Lord, I haven't changed as much as I wanted to. Do we ever? Uh, there's each of us has a predominant fault, and there's certain sins that just plague us or stay with us uh, to some degree, the temptation at least, to them um, most of our lives, if not all. And uh, so it's it's... It's so wonderful to know that the Lord doesn't have to hear something new and exciting. <laughs> mm -hmm. He loves us as we are with the same old sins. But still, the idea of the grace that I want to help you. I want to help you overcome this fault. And, and you can make progress toward that. Uh, we may not see the progress. That's our problem. I think sometimes we get down on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And yet the Lord is so grateful that we turn to him still once more and frequently. Like you said, it's so wonderful to go monthly because um, then you don't start forgetting. People who stay away for real long, I think they have maybe haven't noticed anymore a lot of the sins they're committing because they're not grievous, deadly sins. But even with the frequent confession, aren't there many things <laughs> daily we want to say, oh, Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. I still am weak. Well, and two, Jesus wants us to come to him and to turn to him and repent of our sins and ask for forgiveness. His mercy, you know, we just had Divine Mercy Sunday uh, recently, and it's like his mercy is unfathomable. We can't even imagine how much God loves us and how much he wants to give his mercy and his love to us. He's waiting for us to come 
And and that's why I think he instituted the sacrament of confession because it allows me to humble myself and to empty myself of myself. And now I've got room for Jesus and the Holy Spirit and our Heavenly Father, their love and their grace. That's right. And I think it's a great gift of Jesus to us. Uh, as we all know, there are some Christians who say, well, I go straight to, to God. I don't go through a priest at all. Um, but, you know, I think the very fact that Jesus gave us the sacrament uh, that is received through a confession to a priest is a constant reminder to us uh, of of this mercy. Uh, otherwise, we could get sort of blasé about it. And uh, well, I'm doing pretty good. I'm a pretty good person, and uh, we all like to be tempted to just say that. And, like uh, uh, Deacon Harold said, "Good people go to hell. Saints <laughs> go to heaven." <laughs> so being good well, isn't isn't quite good enough. That's right. So 227 of the UCAT asks, who instituted the sacrament of penance and when was it instituted? And of course, as I said earlier, um, every one of the seven sacraments came to us from Jesus himself. The church doesn't uh, have to sit down and say, well, let's make up some sacraments. No, they're each of them gifts of the Lord to us. Jesus himself instituted each sacrament and some rather dramatically, and this is one, on the very uh, days when he gave us the, the, the greatest sacrament, the Holy Eucharist, Within that same time frame, from Good Friday to his resurrection on Sunday morning, uh, he's ready now to give us a second sacrament that leads us back into Eucharist over and over again. And that's the sacrament that he gave us uh, on that night when he appeared to the disciples in the upper room. And the first thing, peace be with you. Shalom. He didn't uh, look at them uh, harshly because they weren't all at the cross with him, but he looked at them with great love and forgiveness and said to them, now, receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, That's the gift I can give you now. I'm risen, and I can begin giving you gifts that you weren't ready for before. Mm -hmm. So open your heart because you're going to receive the Holy Spirit so that if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. And remember, Jesus didn't say that to all the disciples, the ones he chose for that special gift, uh, that power, uh, were the apostles themselves. Okay. I just visited my sister recently in Erie, PA, and we were talking. You know, I was trying to invite her back to Mass. Mm-hmm. And she says, nowhere in the Bible does it say I have to go to church, and nowhere in the Bible does it say that I have to go to confession. Mm-hmm. And yet here, when Christ instituted, if he gave the apostles the power to forgive sins and retain those sins, the logical conclusion is they aren't mind readers. So they have to have a way of knowing what our sins are and if we're sorry for those sins or not. That's right. And that's how the priest can determine whether or not to forgive those sins. That's right. So auricular or vocal uh, confession is how it's been for the last, you know, over a thousand years. Where and we can... if Jesus chose to give this gift to his apostles, who have in turn given it to the bishops we now have and who share that with the priests, why would we want to say, Jesus, I don't need your gift? Huh? Uh, if, I'm, if I can truly say I have never sinned, I don't sin. But remember what St. John said, we lie if we say we're not a sinner. So uh, it's a great gift to, to all of us. And uh, we don't want to say, Jesus, thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) 
Well, to me, one of the beauties of, of penance is it's a sacrament you can receive over and over and over again, just like the Eucharist. That's right. Provided that you're not in a state of mortal sin, you can receive the Eucharist uh, up to twice a day. That's right. Even during the week. That's right. But again, with penance and with the sacrament of reconciliation, again, it gives me that opportunity to hopefully improve. And I know for me personally, one of my biggest problems is patience. And I'd like to think that I'm improving. I am seeing some improvement. Sometimes you're right, I don't. Mm -hmm. But again, because I'm conscious of it, uh, I try and hold my tongue, my anger. Mm -hmm. uh, I try and speak more kindly. In other words, I'm trying to be more aware of it so that I can become more patient and more humble. More open to the grace that's going to help you. And do allow that. that grace to, to right. cooperate with that grace so that I can get that's better. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, lastly, what, what, a, what prepares a person for uh, repentance? Well, there has to be a, a sense of guilt. And I remember a good friend of mine saying, oh, that, isn't that so unhealthy to feel guilty? Uh, and I had to say, no, uh, Michael, that's not uh, necessarily a bad thing at all. It's the guilt that leads us to realize I have done something wrong. And uh, so th that reality of, of my sin that makes me feel guilty, uh, that's how I prepare myself, by being aware of that and then coming to God with my guilt and saying, Lord, I need your forgiveness. So feeling guilty is not a bad thing. Not at all. Awesome. Uh, well, we've been listening to Father Don fight, and we've been talking about the sacrament of uh, penance. Father, can we have a blessing? I'd be happy to give the blessing to all who have listened today. Uh, may God bless each of you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. And until next time, this has been Tim Perry for Faith with Father on Living Bread Radio. God bless you. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.